0: Welcome into Around the Felt. I am your host, Reagan Losher. Here with me today is my co-host, Colin Tong, and we got episode number fifty-one. Hey, can you believe it? We're already in the championship round, man. It it's wild, is crazy. You know, it's it's an exciting time, but it's also a sad time because we only have three more football games to watch for the rest of the year, Reagan. But well, you don't count the Pro Bowl. I mean, that's some that's some serious. I don't football, know why you know? have a weird obsession with the Pro Bowl. They play flag football, my friend. Hey, man, I just like football. That's fair. Is that a crime? It's not a crime. Gonna throw me in handcuffs? Throw me in jail? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's not what came to mind first, but yeah, we got a packed house today. We got Drock, We got Joe. We got Caleb. We're ready to roll. Some breaking news just came down before we started recording. Jim Harbaugh is officially the next head coach of the Chargers. Reagan, did you see this coming? And what are your what is your outlook for the Chargers next season? No, I mean I didn't think that was going to happen but I guess with maybe the Antonio Pierce to the Raiders it ended up happening I'm kind of shocked I thought he was going to stay in Michigan but honestly hey can't be any worse than it was with Staley you know what I mean I think this is huge for Justin Herbert's upside and it'll be interesting in the AFC maybe we'll get some uh hardball hardball matchups come playoff time because I'd imagine that is a team that will be in the playoffs next year at least be close to it because on paper they are stacked absolutely talent wise they're definitely there In the loaded AFC, with all the star quarterbacks, it seems like, most of them. You got Justin Herbert, who's a top-five quarterback, definitely in the AFC, arguable for the league. So, with Jim Harbaugh coming in, hopefully he gets that defense honed down, because they have way too much talent to be picking fifth overall like they are this year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was reported yesterday by Justina Anderson that they were in contract negotiations, but apparently he spoke to the Falcons again today, and... Ultimately signed with the Chargers, man. Yeah, and I saw there was a chance Pete Carroll was going to go to the Chargers, so I guess I saw that too. Yeah, a lot of the yeah. coaching dominoes are starting to fall, so it'll be interesting. Does Belichick end up going to the Falcons now? I mean, yeah, I think it's got to be full court press. dominoes are starting to fall. I mean, what we the Patriots filled theirs with Mayo, um, Titans filled theirs, um, Chargers, Chargers, Raiders, Raiders. Brought back Antonio Pierce. That so seems to be it four, right now. Four a lot of teams are slow playing it. I feel like Harbaugh was a big domino, and Belichick's got to be the next one to and fall. I imagine some teams are waiting to see if Philly and Buffalo do end up firing their coaches, which it sounds like Philly will not, but Philly's I mean, there's not. still a chance Buffalo does. So maybe some coaches are holding out, because obviously that's a very attractive job if you know, if they do end up firing Sean McDermott. Speaking, yeah. Speaking of Buffalo, I don't think they're going to let go of McDermott, but... Uh, Brandon being their GM spoke today about Joe Brady and the job that he did when he took over as the offensive coordinator. And he says he's in strong consideration to have a full time job next year because when he took over, I in mean, strong consider. I figured, how honestly, is he not going to get the job? I'm surprised know? he even came out and said anything. Like, I just assumed he would keep the job. I they mean, won how many games in a row when he took yeah, over? And like, the offense was obviously humming. It um, was way more balanced. You know, it wasn't just relying yeah, on Josh Allen to yeah. be Superman. You had James Cook become a huge factor down the stretch, mm-hmm. more so than he was. Previously, so it's, I mean, I can't imagine that he's not going to be the OC next year. And that means that I think McDermott will be back as well. Speaking of those Eagles coaches, we already mentioned they fired their defensive coordinator. Their offensive coordinator, Brian Johnson, will not be returning in 2024 as well. Reagan, we we Shocking. felt like they were going to yeah. let go of both coordinators, so two years in a row. Two years in a row, coordinators. So different different reasonings behind it, but two years in a row. What are they going to be looking on for new coordinators? Very interesting. New voices in that locker room are needed, though, yeah. considering how they finished the season. All right, let's talk injuries now, Reagan. heading into this weekend. Chiefs guard Joe Tooney has not practiced this week with a pec injury, which for an offensive lineman, a pec injury is oh yeah <laughs> brutal. They're, he, I, they're saying he has an outside chance to play, but he's going to do everything he can to play. I don't Reagan, even know what that, like, that, I feel like that's something that's hard to tough it, like, tough it out, because every play <laughs> you're, you're using your, you know what I mean? Like, Every play there's is no a bench press. To, like, As an offensive lineman, every play is a bench press. I know, so there's, no, there's really no way to tough it out or, like, limit it. Like, I mean, unless there's some sort of, like, padding or something. But that's, you know, I, mean, I don't think there's anything you can do outside of pain tolerance. Yeah, it, which... it'll be, I mean, that'll be a huge loss considering the Ravens have the most sacks in the league this season. Yeah, their front's been going crazy. And, I mean, the Chiefs have been doing a great job protecting Mahomes in this playoff run thus far without an elite guard. Definitely hurts their chances. But I don't know. It'd be, I hope he plays because you want every team in full strength at this time of I the mean, year. Hey, but we saw when Mahomes had some offensive linemen injuries in that Super Bowl against the Bucks when he had no time. He now was he running for, for his life, man, we running have for seen his Mahomes life. When the O line hasn't looked great, struggle in the playoffs. So, yep, Debo did not practice today either. Reagan. Uh, I mean, I think he'll play. I think he'll tough it out. But it's a shoulder. I mean, the style that he likes to play, being one of those receivers that can almost play running back as well. Yeah. His type of build and how he runs through tackles. Might limit yeah. his upside for Sunday. What do you think? Do you think Debo plays? I mean, I hope he does. Obviously, I think without him, it's it's obviously a huge blow to the offense. And, I mean, he had a bigger role with this offense, obviously, before McCaffrey got there. But they still do like to give him some jet sweeps, and he'll occasionally line up in the backfield. So I, it's hard to say, like, if we'll toughen it out or not. And obviously, like, the 49ers are heavily favorited. And I, I feel confident, whether he plays or not, that they will get it done. Uh, but we can get into that more <laughs> later on. But I hear you. But, um, I mean, you'd imagine he'd want to play because he's such a big factor. Yeah, I mean, when the Niners are at full strength, they're lethal. They struggled a little bit last week with the weather without Debo playing for most of that game. The Detroit secondary is not good, so the more no. weapons you can have, the better. I feel like IU and Kittle are still going to do their thing this week against that secondary, but having Debo Samuel certainly does not hurt. The Dolphins' and defensive coordinator, Vic Fangio, one of the more well-respected defensive coordinators in the league, Mutually agreed to part ways after one season. This was kind of surprising to me. I understand Vic Fangio is a little older now. I think he's in his like mid sixties. Yeah, but yeah, he's been on a lot of teams. Surprising to me, Reagan, because yeah, their defense kind of faltered at the end of the season, but they had so many injuries to Xavier Howard, Jalen Phillips, Bradley Chubb. Uh, I mean, it'll be interesting to see who they get to fill that role. I mean, it's a very attractive job. They get a lot. Of, they get a lot of guys there. So yeah, they have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. It's also Miami. Who's one coach in Miami? You know. And another defensive coordinator gone. The Packers fire Joe Barry. This one I felt like we saw coming, but it almost yeah. seemed like he almost saved his job at the yeah, end I mean, season. Was, I don't know. Was definitely, I, I thought there was a chance he'd keep his job just because they did have a great turnaround. And like in the playoffs, they were they're playing pretty good defense. Um, I mean, they were hanging with the 49ers. They kind of slowed down that offense all game for the most part, or the best you can. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, because what? The 49ers ended up putting up 20, Four. Eight, 24. 24. 24, okay, so, still, 24 points, like, it is a lot of points, but when you look at the team they did it against, it's like, alright, and then, obviously, they shut down Dallas for the whole entire game, and then they got some garbage time points, but, yeah, I'm I'm a little shocked, but it was expected. Yeah, I just feel like the inconsistency throughout the season is what led to him getting fired, because (laughs) all the first-round picks that are on that defense, they should never be getting lit up by the likes of Tommy DeVito and... I mean, I don't yeah. want to say Baker because Baker did turn it on, but they, they, I mean they had backup quarterbacks. Shut and, and I yeah, and I think that's kind of the biggest thing to look back at. It's like oh, you, so you can you can step up against the big competition, but then you can't figure out a guy like Tommy DeVito, yeah. even Baker because Baker's he's good and that that offense is good, but it ain't, ain't the level of the 49ers or the Cowboys. Absolutely not, man. So yeah, I mean, I feel like that was a warranted firing. Too much talent in that defense to be that inconsistent. All right, I have a feeling he'll get picked up too. Somebody will take him up. Probably, probably. Maybe not as a D.C. right away, but... All right, Drak, that wraps up the news. What do you got for questions?
1: All right, we're starting with Austin. What's up, Austin? Austin! His first question is, who is the best heading into this weekend? The best? Best team, sir.
0: Uh, I would say the Ravens. I mean, they beat the 49ers, and on paper, they're better than any of the other teams. So, I'm not saying, like, at the end of the day, they don't Patrick Mahomes, but in my opinion, they are the best team right now, and we've already seen them beat the 49ers in San Francisco, so... Yeah, I mean, I don't want to argue against the Ravens right now. Statistically where they rank, number one defense in the league, number two offense, tough to top that, <laughs> and they're healthy. Like, they're getting healthier while everyone else is getting more hurt. Yeah. Along the offensive line for Kansas City and Detroit, and the Niners having a compromised Debo. And Baltimore's getting back Mark Andrews. And I don't and I don't think you could say the 49ers after... The, they almost lost to the Packers last week. Yes. And, I mean, the Chiefs... They handled the Dolphins, and they the Bills game was very close. And then you look at the uh, the Lions, and while they handled business against the Bucks, they let them hang around for a while. And then the Rams game was super close. So, I think right now the Ravens are the best team on paper and look the most complete. And like you said, they're getting healthy at the right time. So. I have a good stat that I I'm, I don't want to waste it now because it's in my analysis no, no, later. Do not but waste it, it. but it's it's on Baltimore and it backs up that argument. So stay tuned, Austin. You'll hear tease something it. else. Austy. Yeah.
1: All right, his next question is, does Kirk Cousins go to the Falcons next season if Bill is the coach, or does he stay as a Viking? I don't know if the coach necessarily matters. I
0: think having Bill I Belichick think, definitely makes it more intriguing. Yeah, no, it definitely helps, but I think at the end of the day, it comes down to if he wants to move his family and go out there. Because the Vikings, the fans love them, and if they offer him a contract, I mean, they got a good system there, so it would be like, I would honestly say it's a lateral move. I mean, I guess... If you get Belichick, like, you have that historic coach, but we've actually never seen him be successful without Brady, so then it, that whole, you get into that whole debate. So I'm not going to discredit Belichick, but without Belichick, it's kind of a lateral move to me, so I don't see why he would make the lateral move unless they're offering a more much more guaranteed money and a, a better contract. I might be wrong with this, but I, I feel like I saw something... Towards the trade deadline, that mentioned that either him or his wife has family in the Atlanta area. You—the only time I've heard that was from you. Yeah, I so. think I, I saw that before the deadline, but don't quote me on it. But that could be a factor. Yeah. I feel like if it's not Minnesota, it's probably Atlanta. If not Atlanta, I don't think he goes anywhere else. I think it's those you two teams that the, make the most sense. The other jobs I mean, I wouldn't. Ima- I, I can't imagine him going to Pittsburgh. About eh. well, Washington. Washington. That, I don't you know. Just because it's like. They're taking a quarterback, but also like at two. I feel like if he's gonna leave, a lot of it's gonna be like he wants to compete too. Because I mean, he's a guy that hasn't really done much. He's also th- what thirty five years old now. Yeah, thirty four. I mean, like, I could. It would be cool to see the Washington reunion, but. They're I, taking a quarterback at two. I like definitely. I mean Pittsburgh though. That is interesting. Pittsburgh is interesting because, because if you want the best, like the best opportunity to win next year, Pittsburgh probably I is. Mean, you're more already su- guaranteed to have a winning record. <laughs> Basically, like they're more, but also at the same time, like that's a very difficult division where if you go to the NFC South, which was the worst division in football this year. Do you yeah. have a much more likelihood to win it and be in the dance.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Pros Oste, and cons, Oste, pros and cons. Very, very good question, buddy. Now, uh, George Kittle got our questions, questionnaire, so... Do, is gotta, that Kenny? Mm, Pop-Tart. It's George Pop-tart Kittle right now.
0: Ken, Kenny is naming himself George Kittle because he hit George Kittle on the wheel on his first, first yeah, spin ever in the, the wheel.
1: He's got the lock emoji next to George Kittle. Wow. <laughs> um, his first question is, which team do you believe has the best chance of going on the road and pulling off the upset this week? Ah, Chiefs. I mean, yeah. It's got to be the
0: Chiefs. Chiefs. I mean, they have Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) Patrick Mahomes. Like, what else do you need? I mean, if you want to talk numbers, like, clearly the spread is double for Detroit than it is Kansas City. Also, I don't know if you guys saw, but the the referee, referee, (laughs) everyone's talking about the referee that, like, home teams win at, like, a 40% clip with this ref, where the league average is, like, 65 or 55 or something. And also, Patrick Mahomes. Like, that's all. Like, honestly... Patrick Mahomes, the man or... that's 9-1-1 against the spread as an underdog. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. They also right. match up a lot better with Baltimore than Detroit does with San Francisco.
1: Now he's got a betting question for us. If you believe the Chiefs or Lions will win this weekend, would you consider taking the Super Bowl line with an opportunity to hedge like during the Super Bowl?
0: I mean, you're probably not going to hedge on the Chiefs because I think they're like plus 350 or 400. So you probably wouldn't hedge on that. I mean, the Lions definitely... You could, though,
1: hedge. Like if you, you throw 100 on the Chiefs and they probably open up like... I don't know, maybe three point dogs against the the Niners if it were if they were. I mean, it yeah, depends how like much you're
0: you gonna you throw. be. You're gonna be you're trying to if you're trying to find that arbitrage where you're not you can't lose anything and you hedge and make money. Like you're gonna have to bet big enough. That I also it, feel it like, makes sense, and then you gotta like actually win this week. It's I feel like uh, gonna it's gonna just be... tough. Otherwise, so if you Lions. can hedge and make so the like lines. five ten well, that's I like, say, it makes sense. the Lions one hundred percent because they're like plus $700, eight hundred, So that'll definitely be hedgeable odds. The Chiefs, I don't think you will because you're gonna be feeling yourself, and then they're gonna be like you're like oh like. I mean, if they're playing the Lions, you're probably definitely not going to hedge. Cause, yeah, because if they play Detroit, they're going to be favored. Um, and if they're playing San Fran, I it's think it's still going to be a h- tight spread. I think, yeah, I think they're going to be like three and a half. The, yeah, I'd imagine it'd be between three and four. Yeah, you know, they like might even give it three because it's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and if they're three and a half dogs, no, actually, it's going to be no, it'll be like it's a neutral site, so it'll
1: be close to even odds. Yeah, I put it at three and a half. Though, yeah, I years. think
0: I think it'll be like one and a half underdogs against the 49 I think the line will be yeah.
1: It's a Kansas City, site.
0: Kansas City, you think it'd be underdogs, but underdogs, plus one and a half. One and, and a half. It's the Niners, something. and then if it's the Lions, they'll be minus. Three and yeah, half. I'd say minus. I would three say and half. three
1: and a half is like the line for Vegas, definitely for the Super Bowl. That's what it was last year.
0: And then if it's, but if it's the Niners and Ravens, I think it's going to be even odds. I think it's going to be a
1: pick'em. All right, let's up to uh, Jerry. What up, Jerry? So Jared Crampton. What's up, Cram? Apple? His first general question is: Cram is your, Apple, <laughs> uh, what is your favorite matchup inside a matchup this weekend? Uh, He's got a lot here. Jesus. Um, <laughs> stumped truck. Good job. He literally just named every position. Yeah. That's basically what he did. My favorite matchup within his, the game. His so. best one is quarterback yes. versus weather. <laughs> um, <laughs> running back versus linebacker. Offensive lineman versus defensive lineman. Wide receiver versus quarterback. I mean, running back versus linebacker. It'll be interesting to see how Greenlaw and Fred Warner
0: versus the Lions. Awesome running game. That'll be Interesting, I'm leaning on the side of the Lions that they'll, they'll they'll have the better running game. So I think that'll win out. I still think the Niners win the game, but i I'll lean more with that running game. But that, that's one that speaks to me. The biggest one for me that I'm looking forward to, and it's the X factor in, in this game, is Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs receivers against that Ravens secondary. Arguably the top secondary in football, the number one defense this year. Can those young bucks, that receiver, step up and make the plays necessary? It can't just be Kelsey and Rashi. They need more help. Right? And if you don't have Joe Tooney up front, that pass rush will be coming in a little bit quicker. So if the Chiefs are gonna win, they need to get that passing game going. And there's Willie Gay is questionable right now and he's by far like the fastest linebacker they have and best with the Q B spies. So if he is to not play. Lamar's going to be that's scampering. That's going to change the personnel completely. Lamar's so going to be scampering. Th- I think that if he's healthy, that's also an interesting matchup as him as a QB spy versus Lamar and how that works And out. that hurts their coverage with Andrews coming back. And if they want to go two tight end sets with Lakeley which, and Andrews, you have a mismatch with one of them. let say it's likely to happen that they run those formations. <laughs> Cornball.
1: Now he's got a fantasy question for us, which I believe is the best keep trade cut question in history. Wow. First Dynasty. JSN, London, or T. Higgins? JSN, Eat London, and
0: con- T. Higgins. I mean, for me, I'm cutting T just because the other guys are so much younger <laughs> right off the bat. And then it comes down to London or JSN. What is, Lund- what is T? 25? I don't think he's that old, brother. He's still going on his contract. He's not in the second. Well. JSN's going into year two. London's going into year three. I think London's the youngest. T is going into year JSI, five. Higgins' 25. He's going into year yeah, five. 25. London, so, I believe, is 22. There's, he is. Now, there's a lot of uncertainty with all three guys, so That's that definitely the, makes a it a good, good question because where's T going to go? Especially is it going to be. Because if be T, T goes, say T goes to the Panthers, like, are you happy about that? No. Like, he's going from Joe Burrow to uh, the worst offense in the league, or I guess second. I, I don't even know. Uh, give it to me. Worst. Keep trade cup. So, I think I'll keep, I think I will keep JSN, I will trade Drake London, and then I will cut T. And the reason I'm so high on JSN is I think Lockett will be out out of there sooner than later, and I think JSN is more talented than DK Metcalf, and has a much higher upside. So I think he will become that number one, and I also feel like there's a chance down the road that DK is to leave the team, because he just seems like the type of the guy where if he doesn't like the new head coach, like, He'll be out, so I feel like, and it really depends because we don't know who the coach is going to be. Of there's so much uncertainty. That's honestly a good question. Such such a, good see, good I'm plus stumped. Plus I don't know because coach, who's, who's the Atlanta plus. coach? Because if Belichick comes into Atlanta, like who's the Atlanta quarterback? You know, yeah, yeah. like I like Drake London as a player, but who's say, throwing him the ball? And you could say the same thing for Seattle. Like Geno Smith going to be there year. long term? No, and well, I don't believe another, in Geno. Going back to Kirk, that's a dark horse place he could go to. Is Seattle? Seattle's interesting as well. Yeah, I mean. But I like T Higgins. But trade is he up, is he going to be in Cincinnati? He was inconsistent this year. Granted, not a lot of Joe Injured, Burrow this and year. Also, he's he's injuries. He always is dealing with something oh, throughout the year. Which one would games. I have? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep JSN. I'm gonna trade T Higgins and I'm gonna cut Drake London. But oh, I, I, it's a tough one, man. It's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, um, some would say the best tr- key I trade cut of all time. I think that was
1: definitely the best. Got a good he, he's got a great question, oh. but we're not there yet. He's got a better question <laughs> for us. What is your favorite prop going to this weekend? Oh,
0: My favorite prop. I like Mark Andrews to score in his first game back. Ooh. He scored eight touchdowns before he got hurt. And Isaiah likely has been scoring like a maniac while Andrews has been out. Also, if Willie Gay's out, that limits their ability to stop the tight ends. I think Andrews is, is going to be plus money. It's sneaky. Also, I think the Niners pass catchers, if there's no Debo, I think Ayuk bounces back this week.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> he screwed me last week, man. But I do think he bounces back this week. Yeah, you get off that wave. So I like Lamar rushing yards, especially if Willie Gay does not play. And then I like Montgomery rushing yards in the second game.
1: All right, now he's got the best punishment idea in Around the Felt history. All right, oh, hold on, good hold th- on. Th- what? Sorry. we, we got to go stop gassing up Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> he's got Dave, this questions.
0: is Dave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got, the, 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 I called him
1: irrelevant last pod, now I'm calling him relevant. This back, is clutch, he put some thought. In right. Jared, you, did good. you got Jirok glazing you he here. He definitely didn't listen. He would have said some shit on this, these questions. All right. The NBA challenge. Throughout an entire NBA game, you must drink a beer per three-point made. But there's been like twelve and a half average per game, and then unless a, it's a Warriors game, a, a wing, per, a, game. a <laughs> wing per free throw. Wait, twelve and a half is average right now in the league
0: for one team. Not for a game. Yeah, wait,
1: no, that's not... It's that's probably not great. For a game.
0: It's, it's not 12 threes in a game, this bro. Is, that's that's per stats. team. No, there's honestly, no way. Might, actually, it might be. I think it is. It actually might be. Three-pointers right, it's not made. Done yet. It's yeah, not done yet. It could be. It's not, not done average, yet. because there's some yeah. teams that don't make All right, a lot.
1: it's not done yet. A wing per free throw, and there's about 40 per game. Average. <laughs> <laughs> and then, a, and then a shot per technical foul, and then each timeout requires fifteen pu- push-ups. Oh my God! If it was a Warriors game, you die. No, by the timeout time getting the technical fouls and Curry is that a TV three?
0: timeout or a timeout called the think... court?
1: I would say timeout called the court. There's like
0: three or four per corner, so we're gonna get jacked while we're getting fat. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm and drunk. <laughs> So I mean, there's no way we. There's the no reporters made. I'm down beer. to try it. There's no way in hell we do that. Like we complete the challenge. Forty? What? Well, F- like when you go, there's to, like, no way.
1: Boneless Thursdays that be You get like forty wings. You can yeah, but I'm also not doing push ups. So I'm you could do boneless wings and, and you could do cups it, of and beer. And I'm not mixing in. You I'm do not cups mixing of beer. In.
0: No, no, I'm, I'm. saying I'm down to try it. I'm just saying there's not a there's a good chance that we don't complete the challenge. That's I'm so definitely cup of beer. A
1: small plastic cup. Boneless wings, the shots, the shot, and 15 push ups. I
2: think the NBA team that's playing
1: very much. Well, we do it for a primetime
0: game, so we do it for a good teams. Like, a if we draw, either. like, a
1: fucking Sixers
0: game, NBA's gonna go to the line 25 times himself. Or I like mean, that's a, like any Bucks, star or like the All Laker, the stars like,
2: even do the Lakers, it, yeah, like, the Lakers, you're gonna be fucking.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm down to try. I'll go until I puke, like, if I end up getting stuck with it. I'm just saying it's gonna be difficult, but I definitely wanna do it. Because, right, like, at the end of the great, day, like, a great one. I think there's a, a chance you're eating
1: taking a, a single shot, though.
0: Yeah, but not even the shot. There's also, like, a chance they make 20, 20 uh, threes. See, this, so this is a punishment we're definitely going to do, similar to the bowling one. Where we just got to hash out, like, the best way to do it. Because, like, the bowling one was fucking brutal, and I yacked in the seventh yeah, frame. Like, we got to figure out cups the best way to do it. But, yeah, we, th- we could definitely do that. That's fun, it, Jared. Great, that's great question. That's fun. We'll we're definitely relevant. do that. We'll have to have just a shit ton of wings ready. Yeah, I wouldn't mind getting the boneless ones from B Dubs because that's a lot easier because you can just yeah. shovel them down instead well, it's of like gonna, it could be quick too because per free throw can... made yeah like a, a boneless wing shovel one down instead of like yeah eating a traditional
1: wing oh, I feel like fuck. that's easier we could do it
0: this week if uh, we could do it I, well I, I guess we got to see we haven't discussed who we're on
1: next place yeah Saturday. we
0: haven't yet we haven't
1: all right let's hop to uh, Garrett um, <laughs> he's got a general question for us um, are the Jets getting T Higgins and Calvin Ridley. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, Sauce
0: came out and tweeted. I saw that. that he ridiculous. tweeted T. Higgins and Calvin Ridley, and honestly, I don't think I want either. They're not getting both. I don't want they either. They could get. Well, I mean, Pro Football Focus just named the Giants as the ideal landing spot for Calvin Ridley. I don't really want him. He's like, I mean, he's thirty. Yeah, but at least it gives you yeah, but how, a exp- weapon. how expensive he's going to be though? That's another question. You know what I mean? But also, I don't think they're getting both I mean, like, you guys do need a wide receiver though. I would like Absolutely. So do the Jets. Like, yeah, but we have Garrett Wilson. Yeah, I understand, but like, you still need saying. another receiver. No, I understand that, but it's a little bit different. We like, need two more. We you need, guys, need three more. That's what I'm saying. It's a little <laughs> different between you guys paying Calvin Ridley and us paying Calvin Ridley. Like, I don't want him because we have Garrett Wilson. For you guys to get him, at least it would be like... Yeah, but he makes more sense given your team's time frame and your win now. Giants aren't now. Yeah, that's true. Given the age, I don't age. know. I just, know just think, think T. Higgins would make more sense for the Giants. Than, like, I just think like no matter what, thing. whoever you guys put in at quarterback next year, you're doing them no favors if you don't get a big wide receiver. I don't disagree um, with you, but so, yeah, obviously.
1: Apparently, going to the Super Bowl next year. Apparently, to the colors. Yeah. We are yes, and yeah, the Yes,
0: so give us Devonte Adams, and we're there. I'm still on
1: the Devonte Adams train. Now he's got a fantasy question: Who's more valuable going forward in Dynasty, Trey McBride or Jake Ferguson?
0: Jake Ferguson, definitely. Definitely Jake Ferguson. He's saying that because he's trying to trade for McBride <laughs> from Garrett. Garrett has both in our league. Oh, dude, no, Trey and McBride... And Reagan wants McBride because he knows McBride has, is better. Honestly, like, there's a debate. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you Laporta's the definite number one. Like, I definitely think you can make a debate that Trey McBride is the number one dynasty tight end they get right now. Like he's No, that Laporta's good. number one, dude. I don't... I'm, you might think that. I think it's definitely a debate, like, in my mind, because... Right now, the Lions have so many more weapons there, and the Cardinals like Trey McBride be, might be the number one target next year. Get your sales pitch out to him. Well, so, uh, well that's my to thing. your argument. McBr- <laughs> McBride wasn't as good this year. Well, you didn't, didn't have did, Kyler did. all year. I and, understand. And, uh, uh, Zach Ertz was there for a while. He didn't fully take over the workload till I think week five or six. It wasn't. It wasn't for a while because we were talking about on the pod like who's one guy you want to leave, and I'm like get Zach Ertz out of there. Zach Ertz. Played up until week seven. Yeah, so that's my point. So, of course, McBride's numbers aren't going to be the same till he took over in week eight, I guess it would be, as a full-time tight end. And he did flourish, and obviously getting Kyler Murray helps, you know. A lot better than Josh Dobbs and uh, Clayton, too. Yeah, McBride, I mean, I'm not saying McBride's not a good, not a stud. I, I still have Laporta ahead. Yeah, no, that's of him, fine. I, I'm I, looking at his finishes since week eight. He has... He's been phenomenal. That's that's my thing. He right. had six top seven finishes from week eight on, so. Yeah. What about Cole Komet? Jacob Betos, Scope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Komet,
1: too. I mean, if you could get Komet, like, yeah, I would trade yeah. both of them and go get Komet. He will be better than Travis Kelsey, according to him. Wouldn't put it past him. All right, now he's got um, a segment or punishment idea. Punishment is loser goes to cutstown and rushes Lamb the Child. out. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm a lot of eligibility, my friend. (laughs) Well, you just got to go for your master's. Maybe for a day. Master's, yeah. Actually, that would be kind of funny. Actually, that would be a really good punishment, too. You just have to go there and, like... Get hazed? Because I'm pretty sure they got a new pledge class coming in, so you basically, like, have to act like you're one of the guys there, but the only thing is they probably have to dial back whatever they're doing. You also can't film kids getting hazed, bro. Yeah, no, you can't. (laughs) Or they can just... (laughs) You can't do that. Maybe we can't day, get a video we'll, out of well, that. The good thing day, is you're that. not a kid and I'm not a kid, so uh, we just tell them to put us through, put us through like whatever they want. Yeah, they can oh. put us through like a boot camp, but it, yeah, it, yeah, well, without alcohol, oh, or maybe just,
1: maybe drinking the best, and then we're good. <laughs> yeah, promotion. <laughs> alcohol is fine with me. That's all. We'll the All right, guys. Caleb, Dave, you guys got any? Uh, yeah, I just saw we're sl- we're running it back with the first touchdown score in the Super Bowl. Christian McCaffrey is minus 150 right now. To be the first touchdown? No, oh, to anytime. God. That was our. Oh, i to yeah. say, sorry, oh sorry. my <laughs> god. <I'm sorry. laughs> minus 150 anytime? Anytime. Well, minus 150. You know he's
0: going to be minus like 400 if they get if there. If you
1: think the Niners are going to win this weekend, just take Christian McCaffrey to score any time in the Super. Bowl. What about score twice? I mean, I didn't look. I think it's only offering like one touchdown right now, but that is his line. Anytime you minus one fifty, wow. you have never seen. Is that going
0: to be your Drock's lock since like 2050s? Drock's lock two weeks <laughs> out <laughs> and McCaffrey to score in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, interesting. I just think it's a, it's a hot. How does that work? Then if they don't make it, you, you, you lose. You we'll lose. You're, it's like yeah, an it's investment,
1: right? It was just a bad investment if they lose, but yeah. it's yeah. a really good one if they win. <laughs> all, right, all right,
0: he's probably going to score. You guys heard it here first with
1: Drock's locks. Yeah, that's the be best run
0: Christian run. McCaffrey touchdown line you can get.
1: You'll ever get in the season. And last. Yeah, just a to single touchdown. So Yeah. All right, Dave. Anything else? No, that's the it. That's it. No, okay. Play. It wasn't a question. It's it was more statement. of a statement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were asking like Will be talking about. only better. So. All
2: right. Yeah, <clears throat> I have a question. So the Texans' O line struggled badly against the Ravens. C.J. Stroud had no pocket protection. He didn't get sacked, but he went 19 for 33 passing and was consistently pressured. Is the Ravens pass rushing really this good? Yes, I'd say so. Yeah, I mean, like you said before, they led the league in
0: sacks. Yeah, they led the D, they led the NFL with sixty sacks. They have Van Noy with nine, Clowney with nine and a half, and Clowney had a career year. They too, have at nine and a half. Their defensive tackle, his name's really hard to pronounce, Pierce, right? No, not Pierce. They had oh, well, Pierce is actually Pierce is the run stopper. He He's had like the yeah, 370 he, Their D tackle had thirteen and a half. And they also can blitz really well with Roquan and Patrick Queen. Yeah, I mean, they they definitely have options. (laughs) Yeah, and that's what I highlighted earlier with Joe Tooney being beat up. Like, the Chiefs need their full unit healthy to protect Mahomes in this one because that pass rush is lethal. Definitely a huge factor in this game because if you can get... But also, Mahomes is so good off script outside the pocket that he can almost negate that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They, They obviously put a lot of pressure on Stroud, and I fully expect it to continue. Um, but like you said, oh, uh, M- Matabuke. Mata yes, Matabike Mata yeah. T- tougher O.A. Tougher. had five as well. So they, they got guys. Even K- Kyle Hamilton's a threat from the safety position, the blitzing. So, yeah, I think it's
2: legit. I got one more, guys. So I want to stir the pot here. I'm sure you've been seeing the videos. Address the claims that this Super Bowl is rigged. <laughs>
0: so everyone thinks the super Bowl's rigged because the color is in the logo and with this ref being assigned to the chiefs the you know the nfl wants travis kelsey patrick mahomes taylor swift. taylor swift well no matter what the the people that believe oh well assume the 49ers make it the people that believe in the color scheme will say it's rigged and then the people that believe in the taylor swift travis kelsey thing will say it's rigged so no matter what there's going to be a half the half the world that thinks the winner of the Chiefs Ravens game was rigged. Yes, we need so. <laughs> we need the Ravens to win to avoid it being rigged, <laughs> and also to avoid all the Taylor Swift coverage for two but weeks. But then
1: every but then the logo yeah. that came out, yeah, the, the purple and red. Oh, it's yes. the purple and red. Yeah, No so yeah, yeah, matter what, it, unless the Lions make it, rigged. then that throws right.
0: it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No matter what, we're going to leave the AFC Championship game saying that was rigged. <laughs> what a rigged ass game yeah. we're this. Now that's a draw clock right
2: there. What do you guys think about the Debo Samuel and the C.J. Gardner-Johnson beef earlier in the season? Remember when the 49ers got in like, that big fight? Yeah, yeah. C.J. Gardner-Johnson tweeted out, Typical wide receiver behavior, then act hard when Trent save him or something. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> well, I
0: mean, he definitely backed it up this past week against Baker, and it was funny. when he, Even though... That pick was not Baker's fault. It was funny seeing him run to the sideline and just toss the ball to Baker. I didn't like it. I didn't well, like it one bit. <laughs> well, I mean, if you met C.J. Gardner-Johnson down in Nashville and bought him a shot, then you would have loved it. Hey, I like C.J. He's a former Gator, you know. I always love the former Gators. Former he Gator? also was voted by the players as the biggest trash talker in the league, so you knew this was coming. <laughs> I love it. just adds extra juice. I hope Debo runs his ass over. Wow. That will be interesting. That's not cool. I don't think he wants to see you chop ever again. Yeah, well, I can still do my gator chomp. I don't need his permission. Oh! Ho, ho. <laughs> all right, that wraps <laughs> it up, boys. Mm-hmm. All right, quick break. we got two games to break down. Let's go. Championship weekend.
2: Score! Score!
1: Score! Score! Yes. Touchdown, San Francisco! Oh. You know what would make this even better drop? A bottle of worst Manhattans. And after all, we do bet with the best.
2: Meanwhile... To- oh, no,
0: no, damn it, man! That's the last time I fade, Rock. Oh, I should have bet with the best. Alright, guys, we are back. During that break, we hashed out Jared's punishment, and we're going to add a little bit of a twist to it. We're getting... Ah, dra- oh, fuck. <laughs> no, no, keep them rolling. Keep him rolling. We had to do it last time. Oh, dog Like, I mean, you spaz. We're adding Drock.
2: <laughs> adding Caleb to
0: it. I mean, what the hell was that? All right, guys, we're adding... We're to- oh, restarting. restarting. No, we're not. We're rolling restarting. that. No, do not Restart, stop. restart, restart, restart. All right, guys, we're back. During that break, we hashed out the punishment for this week. We're getting Drock and Caleb involved. Since Reagan and I both had Baltimore and... San Francisco against the spread. Caleb decided to hop on the Chiefs. Drock hopped on the Lions, and we're using Jared's punishment with the basketball. Made free throw a wing. Made three pointer. That's a beer. And technical fouls a shot. Correct. And
1: so timeouts are push ups.
0: Timeouts are push ups. So we're gonna do a, fifteen push ups. A two v two. So no matter what, two felt members will be doing the punishment. So thank you, Jared, for the punishment. Shout
1: out, Jared. That was a great punishment. Great punishment.
0: <laughs> yeah, like Jared. Thank you, man. Like. We fucking love you, dude. (laughs) Now, that honestly, all jokes aside, that is a really good punishment. Like, we don't throw around the Punishment King title like nothing, but you definitely have earned it. Like, we're already in the works with our merch people and make a Punishment King shirt, so. (laughs) It's just Jared's (laughs) Punishment It's just like, take the Drock's long shirt and just put Jared's face with a crown on it, and it just says Punishment King under it. But now, great punishment. Uh, I can't wait to see uh, Caleb and Drock doing it. Me as well. Me as well. <laughs> let's
1: go. <laughs> let's go all Reagan and I are on the yeah. same side the for like
0: the first time all season. Yeah, I mean it helps when there's two games and also that's the whole reason we have to make it like this because we're on the same side on both and obviously two alpha big dogs aren't going <laughs> to <gonna> back down. <laughs>
2: right, right.
0: I thought that you were going to be on the Chiefs so, you know, we had to improvise a little bit. But it worked out, man. We get two new Felt members doing punishments, not just me and you, like it was all season. Yeah. All right, Reagan, let's break down the Chiefs-Baltimore game. Baltimore's a three-and-a-half point favorite. The over-under, 44-and-a-half. Tell me why you're taking Baltimore to not just win, but to cover. Well, I switched because I was looking at it. And I'm like, look, they're the best team on paper. They've been playing the best football up until this point. Every time I've doubted this team, they've won. So I'm like, you know what? I'm done fading this team. They're just a good football team. They're getting healthy at the right time. And the Chiefs, they're going the opposite direction. They might be missing Willie Gay. Would be a big factor in stopping Lamar Jackson's legs, and Joe Tooney on the offensive line is another big injury because, like I said earlier, we've seen Patrick Mahomes when he is blitzed a ton, and the Ravens—they're the best at getting home—led the league in sacks, like you said before. So we've seen him struggle before, like in that Super Bowl, what did he, what did they got killed, and he was sacked like five or six times, running for his life. So it's more of a Ravens playing hot, but it, it, I am terrified to fade Taylor Swift's Chiefs. But ringing, Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. Well, that is true, too. And I was thinking about it. It's tough, man. I was I was going back and forth, but I just got to trust... I guess I'm not really trusted You're on the my wrong God.
2: side of the spread, buddy. I might be. <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe this is just an excuse for me to go eat some chicken wings and stuff. Wait, what What am I on? Wait, what do we decide? You're on Baltimore. Oh, I got Baltimore and you got, you got the Niners. Yeah, I have Niners. You have Baltimore. Two separate oh. games. Because I'm on for games. both of them. I mean... yeah. Yeah, I'm confident in both, but I didn't know I got stuck with Baltimore. <laughs> I don't like to have been stuck with the Niners. <laughs> but, you know, uh, like, been flipping back and forth with. Like you mentioned, Caleb, it's Patrick Mahomes. After the upset on the road last week against Buffalo, he's 9 1 and 1 against the spread as an underdog. And I ended up taking Baltimore because they are the better team. They're healthier, they're more well rested. And Lamar Jackson is going to get a second MVP, but it's Patrick Mahomes. And that's what was holding me back. Baltimore's defense number one in points per game allowed. Kansas City, number two. That's why this total is low at 44. Big thing here is that Baltimore running game against that Kansas City defense. Baltimore ran for 220 yards last week with Lamar counting for 100. And Buffalo ran for 180 against Kansas City's defense. So if Kansas City can't stop the run early, it's going to be a long day for that defense. What ultimately had me take Baltimore, they have... Seven wins over playoff teams this year, and they had the fifth most difficult schedule and still got the number one seed in the AFC. They beat Houston twice, they beat Cleveland, they beat Detroit, they hammered Detroit. They beat Miami, they beat the Rams, and they hammered San Francisco. And a lot of those were blowouts. And in those games, Lamar completed 70% of his passes, averaging over 250 yards per game with 17 touchdowns. When the lights get bright in big competition, Lamar Jackson just showed up all year. So, yeah, it's Patrick Mahomes, but Baltimore is the better team right now. I'm going to rock with Baltimore, man. And I like Mark Andrews to score in his first game back. Don't doubt the alpha dogs. Don't doubt the alpha dogs. <laughs> Wait, who was that? Which one of them took the Chiefs? All right, why? The why Chiefs. Since you're in on this, why are you taking the Chiefs?
2: Um, Honestly, because of Patrick Mahomes. And, I mean, they just are unstoppable in the playoffs. They're a different team when it comes down to it. But... For the most part, I'm in it for the Felt fans. I'm in it to potentially drink some beers and slug some chicken wings. So we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. This is going to be a fun game to watch. I think it's going to be a close game. And the Chiefs can definitely cover, and then Reagan's going to have a bellyache.
0: See, that would be, like, the worst thing, Reagan, because that hook, the three and a half, really also, bothers me. Like, Chiefs could cover, but Baltimore could still win. I'm and you're fine like, ah. with everything he said, but, like, I ain't getting no tummy ache. I got an iron gut, all right? <laughs> so get that straight. Well, well you're a Wins. veteran
2: at doing these sort of punishments, yeah. so...
0: It don't matter. Anchovies, done that. lever done that. Fireball, <laughs> done that. Donuts, done that. Glizzy's gonna do that because my boy looked like he had fun sucking them down. What else did... What else, uh... Were the food ones with you? What else did you do? <clears throat> TikTok dances? Done that. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I will say, going through a year of punishments, it'll fucking sharpen you up, man. Iron sharpens iron. We... We... We are different men coming out of this season than we were coming in. That's a yeah, damn sure. I'm the toughest I've ever been in my life right now. Like, without doing... I don't think I could eat this many donuts last year at this point, so... <laughs> I definitely feel like I'm getting better at drinking, too. So. All I'm right. Gonna, I'm gonna come up. Reagan. Detroit at San Francisco. Niners a seven-point favorite over under 51. Ultimately, why did you decide that San Francisco was going to cover the seven? They're just such a better team than the Lions. Like, I'm sorry. The Lions are such a better team than the Buccaneers, but when they're going to play a big dog, the, the team I've been calling frauds all year, we're going to see why they're frauds. This game isn't going to be close. It is going to be a blowout. I'm saying 30-13 to 13 bad. I think the 49ers roll here. They're coming in pissed off. You know why? They should have been in the Super Bowl last year, but Brock Purdy got hurt. So, unless that shit happens again, this team's going to the Super Bowl with a healthy Brock Purdy. Like, I I don't know. I just think the Lions, like, it's not their time. And I I don't know if it ever will be their time, but I'm sorry, Detroit. You ain't getting to a Super Bowl this year. You're running into the big dogs. Big dogs. (laughs) There are some injuries to monitor in this game. Obviously, Debo. Frank Ragnow from Detroit is really beat up, but he's going to play. That's a massive... Boss, if he does not play. Yeah, because that Niners front is no joke. Laporta still dealing with that knee. They got Zykerts. If Detroit's, Detroit's going to win this game, I think it has to be the Jameer Gibbs show, honestly. Uh, I think he would have more success against his team in space than Montgomery will, uh-huh. uh, especially how he looked last week. Ultimately, <laughs> I came across some awesome stats. Shout out to Jason Logan from Covers for these, because the home road splits for Detroit Thanks, Logan. is just absurd. The most recent outdoor game that they played was in week 14, the Lions. They lost to the Bears. Before that, it was Baltimore. They got blown out by Baltimore. They averaged 17.8 points per game over the last five in open air stadiums outdoors compared to over 30 indoors. They will not have that crowd behind them like they did last week when they beat the Bucks, but the Bucs were in that game for a long time. And the week before when they beat the Rams by one point. The Niners ain't the Bucks, the Niners ain't the Rams. Now you're on the road. You're in their house, and this team is significantly better across the board. Niners are going to beat the shit out of the Lions on Sunday, Damn. and Drock is going to drink a lot I'm of beer, thinking, have a lot of wings. We're going to fuck your dry January, buddy. You're coming out with a bang. I'm just thinking, like, what if this dork with his glasses went up to Dan Campbell and started telling him all the stats? Like, what would he say to you? He fucking your ass kicked. He like walks up with his glasses. He's like, I'll have you know, Dan, since Week 14, you guys score 4.5 percent less. But no, I mean it's it's the weather will be a factor. Dude, like that's that. almost a two touchdown differential. No, I mean point scored at, at like indoors and outdoors. Jared Goff has always struggled outdoors, man. That's what got it for me. Because I don't think that defense could be able to maintain the Niners' offense. I think the Niners score at least twenty-five in this game. Yeah. At no. least.
1: For certain, for certain. Dave? Yeah, you're just a stat nerd. Fuck the numbers. Lions all the fucking way. <laughs> Seven points is too many points. Seven. That's a touchdown. If you didn't know the numbers there. Okay? Great <laughs> the analysis drop. Me and my boys in Detroit, shout out Z Tong. We're, we're going to San Fran. <laughs> we're gonna shit on these boys. Rock Purdy's a bum. Ayuk's not gonna get anything over sixty yards. Hey we're yo! <laughs> bum. The whole team bums. Their defense. Ass. The Packers game, they didn't even show up there. Um I don't Seven points is too many. I mean, obviously, I don't think they get the job done. I think the Niners squeak out the win somehow. But I'm telling you, my name is actually not Drock. It's David, and I'm in relations to David Montgomery. Him, he's scoring three touchdowns this game. <laughs> oh. It's going to be fourth and three. And you know what? They're going to put their balls on the fucking field. He's going to score on the fourth and three in the fucking red zone three times. Three fucking times. Wow.
0: I will say Detroit's path to victory here has to be on the ground. San Francisco has the sixth best passing defense in the league, and I think Jared Goff is going to struggle in the conditions. And Jones gashed them last week. Yes, Jones gashed him last week. So I think if they're going to stay in this game, they got to keep their defense off the field, run the football, and stick with it. Because if the Niners get up too much early, and it's just Jared Goff dropping back to pass, Detroit's in a lot of trouble. And that's the game script that I see. I, I think also from seeing this, I think Jock went to the trash-talking
1: school of C.J. Gardner-Johnson. That was <laughs> that was pretty good. I think he'd be impressed with that. Thanks. Thanks. But, that was pretty good. I mean, man. It seven sucks. points. It's seven points. Yeah, it should be interesting. I mean, it, it sucks that we're already done <laughs> breaking down the games. I yeah, mean, that
0: was quick. Remember man. when we'd be like 16 games we'd and we're like, like, man, man getting man. tired of talking now on game 15. Now we're two. <laughs> now it's two and I'm like, Damn. I'm just getting fucking started, baby. Damn, damn, But yeah, I mean that's that's so you have it out there. Basically the the two guys that don't cover, they'll be doing uh Jared's punishment together. I mean they'll both be doing it separately in the NBA challenge. Or the NBA yeah, challenge. The NBA yeah. challenge will be happening. Um, two felters will be doing it. We don't know which two. Depends on the outcome of the games. Could be a different combination. It could be me and Caleb. Comment so, below. Could, could you be, you drunk will be doing and Reagan? Could
1: be Drakk and Caleb. We'll throw a uh, graphic
0: out yeah. there. Guys, comment below. Who do you think will be doing it? Will it be Dave and Colin? Will it be Colin and Caleb? Well, it can't be me and Dave because yeah. we're going against each other. Oh, so I guess we'll be Colin and Caleb or we'll be Caleb and Dave. Yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah
2: I'm, I'm not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, we'll drop a graphic with the full details so you guys know exactly what's going on. And stay tuned for that. It's going to be a hoot and a holler.
1: <laughs> a hoot and a holler.
2: Damn straight. All right, y'all. We'll see you next week after these
0: games. Peace.